is joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, ahead there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'll be. And welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank the Lord for you taking time to be with us this morning. And again, we're appreciative of you. Many of you have been faithful for a long time as we've been studying God's Word together. We continue today, and we have started a new journey just recently, and we've entitled this study, A Journey Through Luke. And what a blessing it is to study the precious Word of God together. We're looking today in chapter number one of Luke's Gospel, and we're going to read verse number five again together today. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible along with me as we read from the precious pages of the Word. And again, we're going to look at verse number 5, and we're just going to settle down there today again. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1, in verse number 5, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And I thank the Lord for the reading of his word. And as we're looking here, again, we have studied uh, in this verse a couple of different thoughts that we have looked at over the last few days. First of all, we looked at a certain king, and we know about King Herod. We learned some things about him. And then uh, we know that he was called Herod the Great. We understand and remember and recall that he was not uh, a king altogether. Uh, he was under the rule of the Roman Emperor. And so it was that he was not King Supreme, but he had great power. And Herod was a builder. He was ruthless. He was evil. A lot of things about Herod, and Herod did, he accomplished many things, but a lot of it was just for his own notoriety. But Herod the Great, we're mentioned, we mention him, and we've looked at that in verse number five, and I believe that he is placed there to set a time, a specific time in history, uh, for us to be able to put a marker at that this took place during his reign. And so we see uh, the certain king. And then we looked at a certain priest, and his name is Zacharias. Now, Zacharias is a very, very important name. And we thank the Lord as we looked at that. And, 
and uh, I'm glad that the Lord is going to uh, to keep his word and his promises to us. I'm glad that uh, Jah is his name, and that is the Lord's name. And Zacharias has Jah included in his name. And so it is that we looked at that uh, the last time we were together. Jah has remembered. Thank the Lord for that. And that's what Zacharias means. And the Zacharias here is the same word as Zechariah in the Old Testament. It's the exact same name, which means Jah has remembered. And then today, we're going to look for just a few minutes this morning at the next little section of Scripture, verse number 5. Uh, let's reread the verse together again. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. And then I noticed the phrase of the course of Abiah. I'm going to stop right there this morning, and we're going uh, to look at that. And I just want you to uh, have an understanding a little bit more about this course that is called or named the course of Abiah. Now, we know that serving at the temple there in Jerusalem was a great privilege. Uh, the priestly serving uh, was a was a great uh, great honor, and it was it was something that should not have been taken lightly. And in fact, it was uh, the tabernacle worship and the the office of the high priest. All the the symbolism of the high priest is is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we're thinking here today, and we're seeing this course of Abiah. As I think of this, the tribe of Levi was the ones that were chosen of God to be set aside to do uh, the temple work, and they were a special group of people. You, I marvel at that, that they were not given uh, a specific place in the land. They didn't have a, a specific area of land of Israel that they were to inherit. And in fact, they were not to be about the earthly things, but about the heavenly things. And so the tribe of Levi was, was the ones chosen by God to do the temple service. Now, uh, there were so many priests, even by the time of David, they could not all minister at the same time. So David did something very wise. He divided the priesthood into 24 different divisions or courses, and each course would officiate for a week at a time. And my understanding is they did that twice a year. In First Chronicles, we can read the record uh, of how these priests were assigned, and each man was named there in First Chronicles 24, and him and his sons and the people, his descendants, would serve in that capacity. In First Chronicles 24, verse 10, the Bible says, the seventh to Hadzok and the eighth to Abijah. And as I look at that and I read that verse, and that is the same uh, name that we're looking at here in Luke, as we think of that, as we read Abiah, and uh, what happened is we, when we, we look at this, and we must understand, so a period of time has transpired, many years have transpired since the time of David, 
And actually, when I was in Israel, uh, I was told at the time of Jesus' ministry, there were 12,000 thought to be priests who dwelt and lived in Jericho alone, in the city of Jericho, and would travel back and forth between Jerusalem and Jericho to work and to do the ministration at the temple. And so it was, it was a complicated system that they had, and not only the 12,000 or more in Jericho, but that many or more around Jerusalem. So it's thought that there could have been 20,000 or more priests during this time, and that's, that's phenomenal when you consider the population of Israel during those days. But nevertheless, um, many of the priests lived in Jerusalem, some of them lived in, in Jericho, just a few miles south, uh, down the mountain. But nevertheless, of that number of these priests, and, and we've got to realize before that time of Christ, we've got to go back and we've got to realize that the children of Israel went into Babylonian captivity. And so it was that they were in captivity, and all of these courses, all of these priests went into that captivity. And according to what we understand and according to the scripture, there was only four of those courses that returned when Nehemiah and, and Ezra and all of them came back to Jerusalem and began to set up the temple worship again. And so only four out of the 24 of these courses came back. Uh, but the four that did return, they were all divided back into a group of 24 to reproduce actually the number of courses that they had previously. And those 24 courses remained or maintained the names that they had in the original. So it is that we find that Abiah was one of the courses, and it was actually the eighth in order out of the 24 division. Eight in the Bible is the number of new division of, of new beginnings, rather. And so what a, what a new beginning it's going to be. And God, as we come to Zechariah and him there at the temple, and uh, we, we've got to understand another thing. Uh, it's God's sovereignty that gave Zechariah the opportunity to do what he was going to do there at the temple. I'll just go ahead and tell you, he's burning incense before the altar. And in fact, it's very likely that he had never been into the holy place. He had never had the opportunity to do that. In fact, there were probably 50 men who were waiting, or 49 men who were uh, in the uh, lot uh, assignment, if you will, because they cast lots, and the lot fell to Zacharias. And it's likely there were 50 men all together who were hoping that they would have a turn before they died. And it's very likely that Zechariah had not had another opportunity like he had right at that moment. And so it was in the order of a sovereign God who willed all these things to work together for good. And I'm glad that God is working in order. He's sovereign, he's overseeing, and as we think about that, this new beginning, God is going to now step into 
into the silence and God is going to begin after 400 years of silence he's going to speak and again it is thought that they drew lots to see who would be serving at this time well we're going to stop right there as we think about the course and the man Zacharias and the course of Abiah and uh, we think about the the time of, of Herod the Great there's a marker we can put there there's a marker we can put with Zacharias and then there's a marker that we can put uh, with the courses of Abiah and then we're going to continue on with our study in verse number five we're going to look at one more person and that would be uh, Zacharias wife and we'll look at her the next time that we're together on the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Thank you again for being with us today. I hope and pray that, that you'll be blessed and benefited by studying the Word of God. Let God's Word become real to you. And when we study it, it becomes more than just reading the Bible. It becomes real to us. And when we think about these people were real people, and when we began to put the bits and pieces together that we can construct of their life, it helps us to realize just how great God is and how he has worked to give you and I the greatest gift of all and that is the Lord Jesus in the fullness of time Christ came and I'm glad of that aren't you well Lord willing we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time thank you again for being with us today and until the next time this is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro North Carolina bidding you a great day God bless you is our prayer bye bye You know that I'll be